So again, welcome everyone to Majestic Ministries International, and this is our prophetic Bible study, and the topic this is week three of six-week series on the power you possess. I thank God for all of you who have come out tonight, and again, I want to thank the Lord for our listening audience uh, who are listening right now live to this message. If you have further questions regarding Majestic Ministries International and what we are doing, Feel free to look us up online at www.majesticmi.org. Praise God. Okay, so I'm going to do a quick recap from weeks one and two on the power that you possess. The Lord, I believe, placed this message on my heart because we as children of God have to understand that we really are in spiritual warfare. We have to understand that there are demonic spirits sent on an assignment to oppose us. But we also have to understand that we have the victory over the forces of darkness because of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So one of the things that I share with people all of the time is to stay in your Bible. You must stay in the Word of God. You must read the Word of God. You must meditate on the Word of God. Memorize the scriptures because it is the word of God that feeds our spirit so that we can be powerful and effective in this earth realm. So just to uh, recap some of the things from week one, first of all, uh, my concern for the church as a whole, when I, when I reference the church, I'm not talking about the local building. I'm not talking about the name of any particular uh local body. I'm talking about the body of Christ as a whole. One of the things that I am concerned about, not just because I am a prophetess, but as a child of God, one of the things that I have noticed is that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, he is the one who established fivefold ministry gifts, not people. It is the Lord who gave gifts unto men. The Word of God lets us know in the book of Ephesians that the Lord has given the gifts of apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. And so there are many pastors who do not allow the voice of the prophets to go forth. Not all pastors, but there are many. I know of two churches where the voice of prophets do go forth. One is my home church, Crenshaw Christian Center, in which I was a member there for 22 years. My spiritual parents, Apostle Frederick K.C. Price and Dr. Betty Price, they allow prophecy to go forth not only in the main sanctuary in the faith dome, but also during the week in midweek Bible studies, as well as with the youth group. Also, my current home church, the uh, covering that my husband and I sit under right now, our pastors, Pastor Samuel and Ava Rodriguez of New Season Christian Worship Center. Praise God, Pastor Samuel has recognized the call of God on my life as a prophetess, and I thank God for that. But the reason why I'm bringing this up is because it's not about me, it's about the body of Christ. And so there are those in the body of Christ, there are those pastors who are afraid to allow the prophets to speak, and therefore when people are needing answers or they're needing a word of encouragement or they're needing uh, a word to edify, uh, build them up, to encourage them, unfortunately there are those who turn to horoscopes. There are those who turn to palm readers. There are those who call the psychic hotline at midnight at 1 o'clock in the morning. And child of God, I am here to let you know that that is demonic. 
That is not of God. That is of the devil. Okay? So if you have caught psychics, if you've had your palm read, if you've had tarot cards read, thank God for the power of the blood of Jesus to cleanse you once you repent of that and once you denounce that demonic activity and close the door. Amen? So what is happening is that there are those who see the office of a prophet as being a uh, glamorous gift. But it's not a glamorous gift, okay? It is the Holy Spirit who gives us revelation about situations. It's nothing that we know in and of ourselves, but we uh, receive this information by the Holy Spirit. So it is a gift. Yes, there are false prophets. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, he told us that in the last days that there will be false prophets. But the thing about it, child of God, is we cannot become so concerned about the false prophets that we're not allowing the voice of the real prophets to go forth. Are you listening to me? So praise God for the apostles that the Lord is raising up. Praise God for the prophets that are being raised up. Every prophet is not about finances and money. Okay, every prophet is not about P-R-O-F-I-T but are truly P-R-O-P-H-E-T. Yes. Okay. True prophets of the Lord. Praise God. So you have to understand that I'm going to give you some scriptures that I want you to read. We will not have time to go over all of them tonight because tonight we're going to continue to uh, build on the foundation that was laid from the first two weeks. This will be in the third week, and we have three weeks left. So first of all, I want you to turn in your Bibles to Exodus chapter 15. Exodus chapter 15 in the Old Testament, because you have to understand that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, he is not a passive king of kings. He is the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So he's not passive. Therefore, we as his children, we cannot be passive. So Exodus chapter 15, verse 3, reading from the King James Version. So I don't know if you're reading from the New International Version or... Um, the message, there are many translations out there, but I am reading from the King James Version. Exodus chapter 15, verse 3 says, The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. So you have to understand that our Lord is a man of war. Man not meaning flesh and blood man, as it were, okay? But to understand that the Lord is a man of war, the Lord is his name, that we, as the Lord is, so are we in this earth realm. So that means that we are spiritual warriors. You see, the Word of God says that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. So, children of God, you must understand that you have a spiritual arsenal. A spiritual arsenal means that you have a place, a spiritual place, where all of your weapons are stored. But it's time for you to take them out of the spiritual storehouse and begin to put them to use. So just to recap, what are some of these uh, weapons that we have? Well, you see, walking in love is a weapon. You see, our Lord Jesus told us to love our enemies. And let me tell you something. Even as the Bible tells us that it is, what's the reward in loving those who love you? <laughs> it's easy to love those who love you. But the true test is in loving someone who is not likable. Okay? Speaking in tongues, praying in your heavenly prayer language, that is a weapon. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The name of Jesus. Hallelujah. There is power in the name of Jesus. The word of God lets us know that 
There is no other name given in heaven or in earth whereby men must be saved. There is power in the name of Jesus. So, you see, I get concerned when there are so many Christians who pray and they say such an eloquent prayer and then they close the prayer out by saying amen. They did not solidify or seal that prayer by speaking forth the name which is above every name. That's as if I was to write a check to someone for $10,000. The money is in the bank. The check is good, but I didn't sign the check. No signature, no deposit. <laughs> no signature, cannot withdraw no finances. So it is with our prayers. Every time we pray, we must close out the prayer by saying, in the name of Jesus, because the Lord says that we can ask our Heavenly Father anything according to his will in his name. He said we can just ask for it, and that's it. But when we ask for it, we must ask for it in the name of Jesus. Do you understand that? Do you understand that the Bible tells us that in the name of Jesus, that demons tremble in fear and they flee? Hallelujah. So I want you to write down these passages of scripture if you are just joining us for the first time tonight. I have several scriptures that I want you to read, to study, and to go over, and to meditate on, and to memorize, okay? Another scripture is 1 Peter chapter 5. 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 8 through 11. And I'm going to read that in the message translation. The message translation says, keep a cool head, stay alert. The devil is poised to pounce and would like nothing better than to catch you napping. Keep your guard up. You're not the only ones plunged into these hard times. It's the same with Christians all over the world. So keep a firm grip on the face. The suffering won't last forever. It won't be long before this generous God who has great plans for us in Christ, eternal and glorious plans they are, will have you put together and on your feet for good. He gets the last word. Yes, he does. You have to understand, child of God, that too many people are almost painting a picture of Christianity of independence. And you might say, well, Prophet Sophia, what do you mean by that? Because any time someone brings forth the message or the word of God to you and they're not connecting you to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, that's dangerous. We cannot live our lives as believers independent from the Lord. We have to remain totally dependent upon the Lord. Okay? Even in our church right now, New Season Christian Worship Center, Pastor Samuel Rodriguez is doing a message. He's teaching a message, I should say, not doing a message. He is teaching a message on pruning. Okay? The pruning process. But one of the aspects of pruning, our Lord Jesus said that he is the vine. And the Heavenly Father is the husbandman, and we are the branches. So in order for us to bear fruit, we must stay connected to the vine. If we're not connected to the vine, what happens to fruit when it falls off the vine? It might be right for a moment, but after a while, it's going to wither up and dry away and be no good. So you see, children of the Most High God, the power that you possess is not power that you have in and of yourself, but it's because of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Some of the other aspects of your spiritual arsenal, you have to understand that you have angels. The angels of the Most High God are here to move on your behalf. When you speak the word of God, they move on your behalf. If you don't speak the word, they won't respond. 
That's the reason why it's important for us to stay in faith. That's the reason why it's important for us to stay rooted and grounded in the word of God. So this way, when we declare and decree what thus saith the Lord, our angels begin to move on our behalf. You see, if we speak the circumstances, then the adversary shows us. If we start speaking lack, the adversary will show up with more lack. But when we begin to declare and decree, according to Philippians 4.19, but my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus, then the angels of the Lord, they will hearken to the word of God and they will go forth and bring in your bountiful harvest. So you have to understand that even as the word of God says, the weapons, plural, of our warfare are not carnal or fleshly, but mighty through God, but through the pulling down of strong holes. Each of you, each of you have the spiritual weapons. Each of you have already been equipped by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Each of you have the greater one who dwells on the inside of you, and now it's time for you to know how to use the power that the Lord has given to you. So let's turn over to Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. You are blessed. You are not a victim. You are a victor. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And even as I shared, and I'm going to share a testimony tonight. I'm not going to mention any names because this is being recorded. But... In one of these sessions, I had made reference to the fact that if you have coworkers or managers on the job that are harassing you, and I was saying how the fastest prayer that I ever had answered uh, when I was, like, in my early 20s, I said, Lord, look, this person on the job is giving me a hard time, and this is the only prayer that I prayed. Lord, deal with it. You know, I was like, get them right or get them gone. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> See, it doesn't have to be a long, drawn-out prayer to get the Lord's attention. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So, sure enough, because I was like, Lord, if you don't change the situation, I'm going to start praying those David prayers. We know those David prayers. If you don't know about the David prayers, start reading the book of Psalms. David was saying, Lord, you see my enemies, utterly destroy them. <laughs> Lord, may they be grounded into the dirt and become as dust. <laughs> I mean, David, he wasn't playing when it came to the enemies, but see, he knew his God. As we need to know our God. We serve the same God. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. The Heavenly Father, our Lord Jesus, the Holy Spirit, they are the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Yes, we are in a dis different dispensation. Yes, we're in the dispensation of grace, but that does not mean that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is sitting by in an idle manner watching us deal with attacks from the adversary. No, Jesus came, and tonight we're going to cover the scriptures, as I mentioned the last time. We're going to talk about how Jesus beat down the devil and his demons publicly. Our Lord Jesus gave Satan and the entire forces of darkness the utter beatdown. And that's why I said on tonight, all of us, those of you who are listening live right now, we're going to get our praise on. We're going to get our laugh on. We are going to laugh and mock the enemy tonight because his, the ultimate place of destination for him is the lake of fire. The blessing is 
according to Isaiah 54:17, that no weapon formed against you shall ever prosper, and every tongue that rises against you in judgment you will condemn. So the blessing is in knowing, <coughs> excuse me, that although the weapon might be formed, but it will not prosper. So let's look at Ephesians chapter 6. And starting with verse 10. This is the Apostle Paul speaking. The revelation that was given to him by the Holy Spirit. He said, finally, my brethren, be strong where? In the Lord. And in the power of his might. You see, we as Christians, we cannot try to be strong in ourselves, in our own abilities, in our own intellect, in our own uh, natural strength. We cannot be strong in family ties. We cannot be strong in who we know. No, the Word of God says for us to be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. The Word goes on to say in verse 11, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Once again, child of God, the word says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood. As I have said before, there are literally billions of people on this planet, literally. So there's only two types of people around us at all times, whether if we're driving on the freeway, if we're at school, if we're at work, if we're at the mall, if we're in the grocery store, if we're at the park, no matter where we are, we only run into two types of people at all times, saved and unsaved. That's it and that's all. There's only two types of people in this world. They're either born again or they're not born again. And if they're not born again, then the Word of God says that their father is the devil. Thank you, Jesus. So, therefore, you have to stop allowing flesh and blood to frustrate you. You must learn how to take power and authority over the forces of darkness in the name of Jesus. So what is going on in your life right now that is not pleasing unto you? Is it a need for more finances? Is it a need for health? Are you receiving harassing phone calls? Are there family members who are harassing you? What is going on in your life that is disturbing your peace? Because the Lord Jesus said that he gives us his peace. Not as the world gives, he gives us his peace. So what is going on in your life that is disturbing your peace? Are you not able to sleep at night? Are you uh, worried? Is there fear? Is there anxiety? What is going on in your life, child of God? Because you have to understand that you are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. You are more than a conqueror. You're not trying to be victorious. You already have the victory in every area of your life. Why? Because our Lord Jesus gave us the victory. The fight is already fixed. So, therefore, if we wrestle not against flesh and blood, and when we start seeing people come up against us, we can no longer look at that person and say, okay, uh, so-and-so is getting on my nerves. 
or I don't like so-and-so. Because you have to understand that we must walk in love towards all people at all times, but that does not mean for us to become harassed by other people. Are you listening to me tonight? So you see, when people are harassing you, when people are coming up against you, another weapon that you have is the power of prayer in the name of Jesus. When you speak, child of God, you have a personal relationship with the Heavenly Father. Glory to God. Our Lord Jesus came and the veil was ripped in half from top to bottom. We all have direct access to the throne room of God. Hallelujah. We don't have to go through anybody else. We don't have to go through a priest. We don't have to go through a pope. We don't have to go through a pastor. We don't have to go through a prophet. We can all go before the throne on our own. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The blood of Jesus has given us access to the Father God, and he is almighty. Thank you, Jesus. The devil is not more powerful than God. The devil is under our feet. Thank you, Jesus. We walk on the devil. We speak the name of Jesus and he must flee. The word of God says that the Lord has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So you speak, child of God. You begin to declare and decree that you have peace and you have the victory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. If there is anxiety, you take authority over that anxiety in Jesus' name. Because our Lord told us he has given us power and authority over all of the ability of the adversary. And nothing shall by any means hurt us. We have mighty warning angels. Yes, we understand what happened with Daniel when he prayed and sought the Lord and how there was an angel of the Lord who was bringing forth the answer, but the answer was delayed. It might have been delayed, but it was not denied. Whoo, glory to God. Glory to Hallelujah. Glory to God. The devil might try to delay you, but he cannot deny you. The devil might try to delay you, but he cannot deny you. So now... Because we have God Almighty dwelling on the inside of us. That's the reason why we pray in the Holy Ghost. Because the devil and his demons cannot touch that supernatural prayer. Hallelujah. When we begin to say, Lord, you see that person harassing me? I love that person with the love of God. But, Lord, you deal with them. Lord, you said in your word, vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. Hallelujah. If God before us, then who can be against us? I said, if God before us, then who can be against us? We are royalty in this earth realm. We are kings and queens. Glory to God. Our Lord Jesus is our great high priest. And we have the victory. So verse 13 says, Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, not half, not three quarters, not two thirds, not majority, but take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod or covered with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Your feet are covered with peace, children of God. That's why everywhere you go, when you walk through the door, peace walks in the door with you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Above all, Taking the shield of faith. Above all, taking the shield of faith. Why? 
so that you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Let me tell you tonight, child of God, be encouraged the power you possess. Yes, there are fiery darts that come. What happens, we as Christians, we kind of, we kind of become shocked. We're like, whoa, what's going on? Why, why is all this warfare? We are in warfare. <laughs> it's not just the natural wars of what's going on in Syria, what's going on in Israel, what's going on in Afghanistan, what's going on in Iraq, what's going on in North Korea, what's going on in South Korea. Yes, those are wars, but we are also in a war, child of God. But we have the greatest commander of chief in all. Come on. Hallelujah. The greatest commander of chief is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Don't you know that you have mighty warring angels? Don't you know that when you speak the name of Jesus, demons must flee. Glory to God. So we have to hold up the shield of faith and quench the fiery darts of the wicked one. Verse 17, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So we have to cover our minds, the helmet of salvation. We have to cover and protect our minds and our thoughts. Why? Because the battlefield of the mind is real. Depression, angst, worry, anxiety, all of that starts with the mind, the spirit of heaviness. That's depression. Okay, so that's why the moment you start feeling a little sad or a little down, don't accept it. Reject it immediately in Jesus' name. Don't wallow in, I'm just kind of in a fog, I'm just, oh, woke up on the wrong side of the bed, or, oh, I'm not, no, 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 child of God. You resist and you rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Why? Because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Oh, you don't hear me, though. I said the joy of the Lord is your strength. You need to laugh all up in the devil's face. You need to have a praise party. When your coworkers are trying to come up against you, when classmates are trying to come up against you, you need to just start laughing and clapping your hands and shouting and rejoicing. And they say, what's wrong with you? Nothing is wrong with me. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Hallelujah. The joy of the Lord. Is your strength. People are asking me, the thesis, you just, you're always smiling. Because the joy of the Lord is my strength. And because Brina and I are going to go to the boarding crab. <laughs> so you have to understand, that's Savannah too, and Patricia. <laughs> so you have to understand, don't allow anybody or anything to steal your joy. We are not ignorant of Satan's devices. So, time is moving quickly. I just wanted to cover some of those scriptures from before. And also, uh, let me give you First Peter chapter 5, verse 8 to read. Uh, the Amplified Version says, Be well balanced, temperate, sober of mind, be vigilant and cautious at all times, for that enemy of yours, the devil, roams around like a roaring lion, and fierce hunger, seeking someone to seize upon and devour. So, we as Christians, you have to understand that you are too equipped to be with. Glory to God. You know, I am, um, praise God, my, my brother used to, my oldest brother, he's with the Lord now. But, you know, growing up, we used to watch like the Mod Squad, Police Woman, <laughs> Adam 12. 
So I was just, I, was, I wasn't a tomboy. I was not a tomboy. But my brother and I, we used to hang out a lot. He took me to hang out with him. And it was funny because the neighborhood kids used to call me Little Reggie, right? Because I was always with my brother when we favored. So I always liked a good fight. I mean, you know, the good guys versus the bad guys. I mean, on TV, I'm not talking about a schoolyard fight or, you know, something like that. Because in those TV shows, the good guys always won, right? So uh, another one of my favorites was uh, Six Million Dollar Man, Steve Austin. Astronaut. <laughs> He's coming back stronger. He's coming back, you know, uh, faster. So, you know, those, those are my shows, right? And then also, we can't forget the Bionic Woman or Wonder Woman. That's that one, that's Wonder Woman. <laughs> so, you know, and Wonder Woman, what I loved about her, she was always cool under pressure. You know what I'm saying? Remember, she had those bracelets. And they would be shooting at her, and she'd just be standing there all beautiful and just, you know, kind of holding up her arms and reflecting the reflecting the the, uh, the bullets. She wasn't in a tizzy. She wasn't falling apart. She was like, oh, my gosh, no. She was cool, calm, and collected because she knew that those bullets could not hurt her. All right? So for the young people here who have no idea what I'm talking about, I'll bring in a little more current. Matrix. <laughs> so, one to Neo started realizing his power. And remember, he was always running. But once he started realizing who he was, remember when they were shooting at Neil? I don't remember if it was the first one or the second one. But he was like, no. And he held his hand up. And remember, all those bullets dropped to the ground. And then he motioned, like, okay, you're in trouble now. Come on. So, so it is for us children of God. The devil does not want you to understand the power that you possess over him. Do you understand what I'm saying? He does not want you to know that you possess the power. That you speak the name of Jesus and say, no more allergies in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, glory to God. When you speak the name of Jesus and say, no more bad dreams. When you speak the name of Jesus and say, no, you will not be harassed at school. You speak the name which is above every name. Because when you speak that name, all of heaven is backing you. All of heaven is standing at attention. All of heaven has your back. You have to understand that child of God. Don't you realize how powerful that is? The Lord says, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth, whatever you release on earth is released in heaven. So sometimes we're looking like, Lord, when are you going to answer our prayers? The Lord's like, the prayer is already answered. Walk in your authority over that adversary in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So the weapon might be formed, but it will not prosper. So turn with me to Colossians chapter 2. Colossians chapter 2 in the New Testament, which is after Philippians. So Colossians chapter 2, verse 16. This is what it says in the King James Version, and then I'm going to read it to you in other versions. It says, and having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Now, you might say, well, what, what did you just read and what does that mean? <laughs> this is what it says in the message translation. Because that scripture is referencing our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and what he has done. You see, we have a great high priest who is 
all-powerful. The Lord is power. He doesn't just possess power. He is power. Glory to God. So the message translation says, think of it. All sins forgiven. The slate wiped clean. That old arrest warrant canceled and nailed to Christ's cross. This is, this is the part I love. He, talking about our Lord Jesus, stripped all the spiritual tyrants in the universe of their sham authority at the cross and marched them naked through the streets. The Lord beat the devil down. Stripped him, beat him, and then paraded him and his demons around. And all of the angelic hosts were laughing and mocking. God disarmed the principalities and powers that were ranged against us and made a bold display and public example of them and triumphing over them in him and in it, the cross. That's the amplified version. I want to read that again. God Almighty disarmed the principalities and powers that were ranged against us. The Lord stripped them. They were coming against us. We had no power over them until Jesus came. But when the Lord showed up, hallelujah, he says, I give unto you power and authority to tread on serpents and scorpions, and nothing shall bind in me hurt you. You lay hands on the sick in Jesus' name, and they shall recover. The Lord says, these thousands shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall speak with new tongues. If they drink any deadly thing, it will not harm them. You all have the power. Each of you have the power to lay hands, to cast out demons. Glory to God. To speak the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The New Living Translation says, in this way, he disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities. He shams them publicly by his victory over them on the cross. Hallelujah. The devil had no idea what he was doing. But he set up Judas. To betray our Lord. The word lets us know if he only knew what was to happen, he would have never done it. Colossians, and see, here it is, child of God. The devil is not omnipresent. Sometimes people become so concerned about, well, I don't want to pray because I don't want the devil to hear me so I pray in my mind. The devil doesn't have power like that. Feminists didn't know you rebuke them, you resist them. God Almighty is omnipresent. Omnipresent meaning he is everywhere at one time. You rebuke the devil in the name of Jesus and his, and his demons have got to go. The Lord says when you say, you speak to that mountain and command it to be removed. You command it to be cast into the sea. You don't doubt and watch it come to pass. Hallelujah. This is Trisha's translation. She reads the common English Bible version. <laughs> So this is just for you, Patricia. <laughs> so Colossians chapter 2, verse 16, and the Common English Bible translation says, When he disarmed, our Lord Jesus disarmed, when he disarmed the rulers and authorities, he exposed them to public disgrace by leading them in a triumphal parade. The Lord exposed them to public disgrace. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord conquered the devil for us. I will give you a natural example of this. When September 11, 2001 occurred, the 9-11 attacks, 
It was something that this nation had never seen before. And although the President of the United States at that time declared a war on terror, there was also spiritual warfare on terror as well. Because what's going on in the spirit realm is what manifests in the natural. You understand what I'm saying? So the devil tried to use that to release fear in the earth realm. Don't you know, child of God, that when you pray, when you stand in the gap, the Lord hears you? Don't you know that you can stand in the gap for family members, that you can pray for an entire nation? Oh, yes, you can. Abraham did it. He stopped. <laughs> you know, he stopped at ten people. But before Sodom and Gomorrah were destroyed, the Lord had a conversation with Abraham. And, well, Abraham had a conversation with the Lord. Said, well, if there is 50 righteous, would you destroy it? 40, 30, 20, stop the 10. Here's the thing. You can stand in the gap for the souls of unbelievers. You can stand in the gap for those unsaved family members and to be saved. But here's the thing. Standing in the gap of spiritual warfare is not laborious. It's not when you have to be loud and, ah, and devil color. Look, you don't have to yell at the devil. <laughs> Yelling at the devil is not what's going to get his attention. Speaking the name of Jesus is what gets his attention. So you don't have to work up a sweat to make the devil flee. Just say Satan in the name of Jesus, our Lord said, or the word of God says, that if I submit myself unto God, therefore I can resist you, devil, and you must flee. So I resist you now in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. There is power in the blood of Jesus. You need to pray and cover your neighborhood with the blood of Jesus. You need to pray over the highways and byways and the freeways with the blood of Jesus. You need to pray before you even get on that airplane and say, I rebuke the prince of the power of the air. I pray against perjury all the time. Some people say, well, I wasn't scared. What's about being scared? I don't want to be uncomfortable. I want a smooth flight. I don't want the captain going through changes. I need the captain to be comfortable so I can reach my destination. So when they start saying, okay, ladies and gentlemen, the fastest seatbelt sign is on. Um, the tower just informed us that, uh, you know, there's uh, strong winds of dust, strong, uh, yeah, winds of dust, and, and so uh, there might be a few bumps. Saying the name of Jesus, we're not going to have any bumps. And I start praying in the Holy Ghost. Oh, boy, sick, and da, 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 stop praying. Look, sometimes I get up and go to the bathroom. Oh, boy, sick, and da, 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 da. Lord, I cover this in with the blood of Jesus. Lord, send forth your angels. We have the food flight. And then sure enough, 20 minutes later, well, you know, <laughs> we we got through it. And um, I have now taken off the fastest seatbelt sign, so you're now free to move about the cabin again. Just a reminder, uh, please don't block the galley. <laughs> My first class, don't worry, because I'll be sitting up there more times than not. Amen. So you have to understand, you have the power. I remember one time, the Lord, I was driving down the freeway, and the Lord, I heard the Lord speak to my spirit. He said, pray for that accident. Pray for those people. And I was like, what people, Lord? And so sure enough, as I continued to drive, and I was on the 405 freeway south, 
sure enough, there was an accident on the side of the road. And But before I said, what accident, Lord, I was like, okay. And I started praying in the spirit. And I was like, well, what accident, Lord? And sure enough, is where I saw it. Don't you know that your prayers can stop the impending danger that the adversary really wants to happen? Like, every time I see a car stranded on the side of the road, you know, you know those commercials, that, that uh, commercial for car insurance that talks about mayhem? You know what I'm talking about? Your, don't miss your honey. <laughs> no, it's not hers, but, you know. Mayhem is real. That's a real spirit. What's the Satan come to do? Steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus has come that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Because remember, the devil can't touch us, but what he would try to do is he would try to frustrate us. So in other words, like a big rig that turned on the five freeway, I think it was recently, you pray for that situation, but then that one accident causes gridlock for hundreds of cars. Hundreds of cars are at a disadvantage because of one. So, see, this is the reason why you, as one individual, you have power, supernatural power and authority given to you by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So, you don't have to get loud with the devil. You just say, in the name of Jesus, because there's power in that name. Okay, just like, you know how people name drop? You know how people, you know, like maybe managers on the job or something like that, you know, the higher-ups, the people say, well, you know, you know, can't. Okay. And then it's like, ooh, that person knows Kent. Like, I better be cool. I better be nice to this person. Well, hey, we know Jesus. Okay? Do you know who I know? I know the King of Glory. Don't mess with me. <laughs> That's the attitude you have to have. I have the right. As the Lord is, so am I in this earth realm. I represent the King of Glory. I am an ambassador of Christ. You understand what I'm saying? Let me tell you what happened. I used to work at the, uh, the state capital of California. Praise God. Thank you all for still being there and for not hanging up to the devil is a liar who tries to frustrate the blood of Jesus covers these airways. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. So what happened, uh, it was like law enforcement day or something, and so uh, law enforcement from different parts of the state, and they were armed. They, they were armed, and they had uh, live ammunition with them. And so it was funny because I was walking them to the floor, on the assembly side. So here I am in my suit, and it was like about five or six of them walking behind me, right? And people would look at me like, well, ma'am, you, uh, you got it like that? <laughs> and so 
That's how we have to feel every day that we have angels that are packing that are with us at all times. So, you know, I did feel pretty bad. You know, I felt like uh, going to somebody, well, what do you call that, jump frog, leap frog? What is that, honey? Or you go to them like, what? What you say? So that's how we have to go through life, knowing that we have a mighty angelic host walking behind us and around us and in front of us everywhere we go. We have the sword. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. And you see, there are more angels than there are demons. Hallelujah. Don't you know that the chariots of fire... They Elijah talks about those chariots still exist. They haven't gone anywhere. I am constantly releasing the chariots of fire of God to move on my behalf in Jesus' name. I say, and I pray against terror because, see, we as children of God, we cannot be selfish. We cannot say, oh, Lord, I live in a nice house in a nice neighborhood, and, and thank you, Lord, Jesus' name, amen, good night. And then kiss the spouse and go to bed. Well, if you're married, maybe not go to sleep right away, but, you know. <laughs> okay. That's neither here nor there. So, so we need to pray for people in other cities. Lord, I pray had the protection around Chicago. Lord, I pray had the protection around Detroit. Lord, I pray had the protection around Los Angeles. Lord, I pray had the protection around Philadelphia. You know what I even pray for? Lord, and, and this might sound far-fetched. This might sound like it's out there, but this is what I pray. Father, have mercy. The devil has an assignment to kill someone today. But I ask you to have mercy on that soul, wherever they are. Lord, mercy. Let them live. Let them call on Jesus. Because, Lord, it is not your will for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. Do you understand what I'm saying? We, as Christians, cannot be satisfied in knowing that we're going to heaven and that's it. We need to take as many souls with us to the, into heaven and to the kingdom of God because hell is beyond treacherous. The magnitude of how wicked and evil and vile hell is, we can't even comprehend it. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, you know, uh, the heat, we complain about the heat in Sacramento. Oh, my gosh, it is muy caliente. Very, very hot. Okay? But that type of suffering throughout all eternity, where uh, the fire that will not be quenched, the smell of sulfur, you understand what I'm saying? That is so horrific, and hell was not created for man, but was created for the devil and his demons. So that's the reason why we have to love our enemies, but that doesn't mean to be harassed by our enemies. Do you understand the difference? Okay. We, I can love you, but that doesn't mean I'm going to let you hit me. I think you're going to get away with it. <laughs> I'm not going to have you get up in my face. And that's that. No, no. <laughs> it's not going down like that. So, we as children of God, we have the power to pray, to bind, to loose, to release, to speak the name of Jesus, the name which is above every name. So, right before we get ready to close out, I want us to get our praise on, give God praise because the joy of the Lord is our strength, and for us to laugh at the devil. Let's laugh at him because our Lord Jesus defeated him stripped him, beat him down, and gave power and authority over him. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So come on, everybody. Let's stand. Let's give the King of glory praise. Let's worship the Lord our God for all.
he has done for us. The Lord has been good. He's been good. The Lord has been great. Already on your life. 
The blessings of Abraham already belong to you. You are possessors of blessings. Everybody repeat after me and say, Heavenly Father, I praise you and I thank you for the power I possess, supernatural power. The name of Jesus, I can speak. The blood of Jesus, I can declare. I lay hands on the sick, and they will be healed. I thank you, Lord, that I have power and authority over all of the ability of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt me. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that no weapon that is formed against me shall ever prosper. And every time that rises against me in judgment, I will condemn. Lord, I thank you for blessing those who bless me. And Lord, you said you will curse those who curse me. Lord, you said vengeance belongs to you. You said vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. And if God be for me, then who could be against me? Thank you, Lord, for being for me. Thank you, Lord, that I am more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. I'm connected to the divine. Thank you for my mighty warring angels. Warren Angels, I release you now in the north, the south, the east, and the west. Do battle on my behalf in the air. Bring in my harvest. Bring in my increase. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the chariots of fire. I thank you, Lord, for a hedge of protection that is encamped around and about me and my family members. And our household, I will not be harassed. I will not be antagonized. I will not be intimidated. In the name of Jesus, because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I have the victory. I have the power. My God is a consuming fire. Burn it up, Heavenly Father. Burn it up, Heavenly Father. Everything that's not of you. Lord, one can chase a thousand demons and two ten thousand. Lord, all of us right now, in the name of Jesus, we chase thousands and thousands of demons to flight away from us and our households. Every demonic assignment is rendered null and void and inoperative in the name of Jesus. Satan, pay me back. Seven times, everything that you have stolen from me, pay me back right now in the name of Jesus. You are the thief. You have been caught. You have been found out. In Jesus' name, give me myself back now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for restoration. Thank you, Lord, for health, for healing, for deliverance for prosperity, for blessing, for joy, unspeakable, and full of glory. I am victorious. I am not a victim. Thank you, Jesus, for giving me the power. I 
the power. In Jesus' name, to the glory of God. Amen. 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 Glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You, child of God, you possess the power. If you don't have the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of praying in your heavenly prayer language, I pray right now that you be filled with power, endued with power from upon high in Jesus' name. Pray in the Holy Ghost, not just once a day, not just twice a day, throughout the day. You don't have to pray for a long time. You don't have to just be praying for hours and hours. You can pray uh, while you're getting ready for work. You can pray at the dinner table. You can pray while you're vacuuming. Hallelujah. You can pray while you're watering the grass. Thank you, Jesus. You can pray while you're driving the car. Glory to God. That is the power. That is supernatural. The devil can't touch it. Your praise is a weapon against the adversary. You have the victory, child of God. You have the victory in Jesus' name. If you don't know what else to say, call on Jesus. You say, Jesus! Jesus, Jesus. No other name I know. Hallelujah. There is power in the name of Jesus. So I rebuke discouragement off your life in Jesus' name. I rebuke weariness off your life in Jesus' name. I command doubt and unbelief to be cast out of your life right now in Jesus' name. Let faith arise in your heart. Be encouraged, child of God. The Lord will never leave you nor forsake you. Remember, we must hold up the shield of faith and quench every fiery dart of the wicked one. Glory to God. So I love you all. Thank you for those who have called in. Thank you for those who are listening. I trust that you were blessed and encouraged tonight. You can go back and listen to the recording again. It will be available for you. Hallelujah. This will also be available on iTunes for you to listen to. That's free. Glory to God. Just know that the Lord does love you. You are loved. You are accepted. You are accepted and received of the love. The Lord's banner over you is love. Thank you, Jesus. You are special. You are somebody. You're not an accident. You're not a mistake. You're not a reject. You're not a misfit. You are sons and daughters of the most high God. Be blessed. Be encouraged. Hallelujah. Lift up the name of Jesus. Because as you lift him up, hallelujah, he will draw all people into himself. When you pray to the Father in secret, he will bless you in the open. The Lord promised you that he will prepare a table for you in the presence of all of your enemies. Rest in the Lord. Trust him. But whatever it is that you need, you speak it. You declare it. You decree it. You release your angels. Don't look to your spouse. Don't look to the job. Don't look to the government. Look to the kingdom. The kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Be blessed. Be encouraged. I love you all. Thank you for being a part of this additional Bible study for Majestic Ministries International. Again, I am Prophet Patricia Lewis. I trust and I believe the Lord that you were blessed tonight and that you were encouraged. I love you. Thank you for listening and be blessed. Let's tell them goodbye, everybody. Glory!
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So we love you all, and you all have a blessed night in Jesus' name.